Hi, I'm Cassidy McPherson from Providence College, and you're listening to College Hockey Talk. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And on today's podcast, we have former Providence Friar and current member of the Buffalo Buttes, Cassidy McPherson. But before we get to that interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also, subscribe to our new YouTube channel and subscribe to our Apple Podcast page. Leave a rating and review and follow our Spotify page as well. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate that as well. Like I just said, our guest today is Cassidy McPherson. She was one of the best players in Providence Friar women's hockey history, and it was a great catching up with her and seeing what she's been up to now and talking a little bit about her Providence Friar college hockey experience. So without further ado, here's the interview with Cassidy. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. Joining us today, we have a very special guest, former Providence Friar and current member of the Buffalo Buttes in the NWHL, Cassidy McPherson joins us today. Welcome to the podcast, Cassidy, and how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Now, I want to start off by talking about how's your quarantine been going and what you've been doing these past few months to stay busy and pass the time. Um, it's been good. It's been tough too. Definitely a lot of adjustments. Um, just been spending a lot of time with my family, um, which has been a good thing because I feel like you take that for granted a lot and trying to do at home workouts. Um, we've been back practicing, so that's been good, but nothing crazy, a lot of downtime. That's good. And what challenges have you faced when preparing for this upcoming season and how have you adapted to those challenges? Um, so with this upcoming season, it's kind of unique for us because half the team is practicing in Canada and half the team is practicing in the U.S. So we haven't been able to come together as a full team yet. So that's definitely been a big challenge for us. Yeah, and I want to switch gears from quarantine to train and training to talking about the beginning of your hockey career. Uh, you're from Oakville. How did you start playing hockey and how did you start falling in love with the sport? Um, honestly, my parents just signed me up for hockey when I was little. I don't even remember like asking to play or anything. They just kind of signed me up. And ever since then, I've never looked back. And did you have a favorite player growing up? Um, Sidney Crosby was definitely my favorite player growing up. And do you try to emulate some of his moves or some of his, um, off ice habits as well to your game? Um, I think he's just like a really good two-way player. And I think that's like, definitely is goes unnoticed a lot in hockey and I think that's just like a really good um uh thing to have and that's definitely what I try to implement in my game as well nice now before Providence you played for the Oakville Hornets Uh, talk about that experience and what you took away from it and how'd you get the opportunity to play there um I've played for the Hornets like my entire career um and especially in junior I played with a lot of really good girls and 
um, I think it just like helped develop my career even more playing with those girls. Yeah, and how did it help you prepare for college hockey? Um, I mean, like I said, the girls I played with, especially in my last couple of years of junior hockey in Oakville, um, they were all unbelievable. A lot, almost all of them went on to play college hockey and um, just being around them and learning from them really helped. Now, what's been your favorite memory with the Oakville Hornets that you can uh, recall? Um, first, definitely just all the friend, lifelong friends I made playing. And then probably my senior year of high school and last year of junior hockey, we won the provincial championships, like the, our very last game of the season, which was really memorable. Now, it says on the Providence website that you won a roller hockey gold medal with Team Ontario. Uh, talk about that for a minute and what was that like for you? Yeah, that was unique. Um, I just I started playing roller hockey maybe when I was in like grade seven or eight. Um, just like for something fun to do and my friend told me about this opportunity and I just thought I'd go try out for fun and then we ended up making the team and we were playing with all boys and we went to Chicago for Team Ontario and ended up winning. It was pretty cool. Yeah that's awesome and what's the difference between roller hockey and ice hockey like stopping or is there anything adjustment you have to make when you do that? Um, it's, it's definitely a lot harder for me like it was it's really hard to learn how to stop in roller hockey now i want to talk to you about your recruiting process uh why did you choose providence and what was that recruiting process like for you um it was a lot of fun um before like starting the like to look at schools like i didn't really know much about d1 hockey and the ncaa it was really new to me um but I visited a bunch of schools, like mostly on the East Coast. And um, I don't know, Providence College is just like very homey. It's a super small campus. And like it, the like saying of the school is like a Friar family. And it really is like you are, know everyone on campus. And it's just like a really big family. And that's part of the reason why I chose that. Yeah, what's your, what was your secret to how you balanced both academics and being a student athlete at Providence? And what was your secret to doing that? Because it seems like a tough challenge for most people when they start. Um, yeah, it was definitely an adjustment going in. Um, I mean, at Providence, there's like a huge support system from like your coaches to like your academic counselors, your professors, like everyone is just trying to help you do your best. And um just like managing, I think a big thing was managing my time and like knowing when I practice and when I could do homework and just like um, making a schedule where I could succeed. Yeah, and uh, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to your game as a freshman on the ice? Um, just like the pace of the game is just so much faster and like just so different from high school and juniors. Um, I like it. Honestly, my freshman year, I didn't really play much at all until like the last few games. So, which wasn't something I was used to coming out of my senior year of high school. So that was definitely um, trying to learn a new role on a team that I hadn't played before. Yeah, in your freshman season, you played Northeastern in the playoffs and got swept, unfortunately. Uh, what did you take away from that experience and what did you learn from those games? Um. I mean, it wasn't obviously not great, but Northeastern that year was like unbelievable. They had players like Kendall Coyne, which is like 
so cool coming in as a like uh 18 year old freshman playing against an olympian that's that good and it was just like honestly just like an honor to be on the same ice as her and all those great players and um play against them do you brag to your friends every time Kendall Cohen comes on tv that you got to play a game against her <laughs> no i don't but it was pretty <laughs> cool now your team improved a lot during your sophomore year, going from 10 wins to 17 wins. Uh, what would you say was the key to your team's improvement and what role did you play in that? Um, I don't know. I think we just, it was just like, we had really great players on the team and we all like, we we're close off the ice, which I think is like the biggest thing in being successful is like having a good group of girls that all get along and want to be the best and um yeah we just had a good season that year and, yeah, and you played Vermont in a tough series uh what was that playoff experience like versus the one you had your freshman year and did you how did you use it to help uh, for your upperclassmen years um it was definitely unique it was a lot of fun we had a lot of fans at those games I remember um it was obviously disappointing winning the first game and then uh losing the next two but um I think it we just used it as motivation um like the losing was the worst feeling ever and we didn't want to experience that again and it just motivated us for the next season now during your time in Providence you had to deal with the coaching transition when Matt Kelly came in uh talk about being a player under a coaching transition and what was it like to play under coach Kelly um I mean it's definitely different having a coaching change especially going into my senior year um, but I think it was um, a really good thing for the program. Um, I mean, the coach before was really good, too. And um, I mean, he was there for 20 years and did a lot of good things with the program. But I think it was at that point time for a change. And Coach Kelly was just um, like the complete opposite of the previous coach, which is um, not a bad thing, but it's a good thing as well. And um he was just really awesome, that whole coaching staff. And I think they did a really good job with bringing them in and they're going to do really well in the future as well. Now we've spoken to um, current Providence Friars on the podcast as well. And one thing they said what that was key to their development was your uh, classes of leadership and how it helped them um, succeed in their upperclassmen years. Um, in your senior year, what type of leadership did you want to bring in? What type of leader were you? Were you more of a vocal leader or were you more of a lead by example? And how did you help those players that are currently on the team now succeed today? Um, I think I'm definitely like a really shy, quiet person. So I definitely would say um, lead by example for me personally. But um, I think it was just important to like tell, especially the freshmen, because like a lot of times the freshmen are frustrated when they come in and don't necessarily play as much as they'd hope and I think it was just important to keep telling them just stick with the process like everyone goes through this like um, just keep working hard like we'll just do the best you can and you'll get there and um, that's just what I would say to them. Now one thing I admire about your game a lot is your face-offs. Um, you're one of the best face-off um, people, that one of the best face-off people in college hockey. What was your secret to winning all those face-offs and being successful in that part of the, your game? Um, I would just say practice. I remember when I was younger, I would just go to the basement and practice with my dad all the time. <laughs> and then even just like before, after practice, like getting the centers together and practicing um, some face-offs quick for like five or 10 minutes just honestly makes the biggest difference.
Now, what would you say has been the biggest improvement to your game since your freshman year of college? Um, I would say my confidence. Um, definitely going in, I was very, like, shy and nervous and, like, not confident in my game, especially not playing as much as I had hoped. And then um, just each year, like, making the best of my opportunities and building my confidence has just, like, really helped me a lot. Now, you played in a little um, in-season tournament called the Nutmeg Classic, and you won both of those games. Uh, what was it like to play in that tournament and have that success during your senior year? Um, that was a lot of fun. That was a really fun tournament. We, we, that was the first time we had ever done something like that. And it was like, I remember the games were all really close, too. So it was like, it was really exciting and um, it was fun to win a tournament. And you finally won your first Talk East playoff series your senior year as well. You beat Merrimack. Um, how did it feel to finally get your first playoff series win and move on to the semifinals, especially since you guys were hosting it that year? Um, it was a really awesome feeling, um, especially the previous two years. Losing the way we did um, was really not fun. So my senior year finally like getting through and making the tournament, especially being able to play at home, was just really exciting and awesome to do my senior year as well. Yeah, and talk about that home atmosphere during that semifinals. Uh, what do you remember from it, and how cool was it to play in front of your home fans for your final yeah, college game? It was a lot of fun. Um, like, all, everyone's parents, families were there. Like, all like so many students came. Um, definitely the most fans we've ever had at a game. Um, and just being able to play my last game on home ice was – I mean, it's obviously not necessarily what you want because you want to win the national championship, but being able to ha play my last game on home ice is, was really an awesome experience that not many people get to have. Now talk about uh, your final game. You lost to Northeastern. Uh, what do you remember from it? And what were your emotions after knowing you played your final collegiate game? Um, it was sad, obviously. We wanted to win, and it was a really close game. I think we could have won, won that game. We should have won. We played a really good game um but I mean we left it all out there it was it was a great game and um it was sad playing your last game but it was also um nice like looking back on the career I had and how much fun I had and um really no regrets now looking back at your time in Providence uh, what do you remember the most um that's a tough question um Honestly, the Hockey East tournament um, on our home ice was definitely a big thing. Um, big wins that we had. I remember my sophomore year, after we didn't have the best season freshman year, um, we beat BC. And that was, like, a huge thing because the previous year we were losing, like, by large amounts to them, and that was an awesome feeling. And then aside from hockey, just, like um, – the friends, just like spend, getting to live with like your best friends and spend time with them every day was just so much fun. Now, what was your favorite road arena to play in during your college hockey days? Um, I like Northeastern the best. Now, you got to play with Christina Putinia during your time at Providence. Uh, what's it like to play with her and what's it like to play against her now in the NWHL? Um, it was fun. She's a really good player and good teammate. Um, uh, I don't like playing against her because she's pretty good. I would definitely wish she was on my team, but yeah, it's a fun experience. Now, have you gone back to Providence and what's your thoughts on the team that's currently there now? 
Um, I went back last year and watched a few games, but I haven't been back this year. Um, I just think they have are going to do so well in the future. They, the coaching staff is great. The team or the players that I know, they're like awesome people, great players, and I think they're going to be really successful. And you now play for the Buffalo Buttes in the NWHL. Uh, talk about that opportunity to play professionally and what's it been like to play in the NWHL? Um, it's definitely been a really awesome experience. When I graduated, I definitely wasn't planning on playing there, but it just kind of came up and I'm really glad it did. And um, it's definitely a lot different than playing in college, but um, I'm really enjoying it and um, want to play there as long as I can. Now, one question I want to ask you, and I find this interesting, was what challenges do you face as a female pro athlete in uh, hockey? Um, definitely just the equality and um, not receiving as much recognition as I think female hockey players deserve. Um, I think the NWHL is doing a really good job of trying to grow the game and promote women's hockey, but there's still a lot of um, work to do in that aspect. Um, another thing is just like working so hard to play hockey. And I mean, a lot of people have other full-time jobs and hockey is their part-time job, I guess, um, which isn't the same as men's obviously, um, but that's something to work for and look forward to. Um, hopefully changing that one day. And what should be done to help grow the women's game and what should be done to help promote you guys and get you guys more exposure on TV or radio? Um, I think we need to get, I mean, it's definitely going to be difficult this year, but we got to get lots of fans out to the games. And um, I think it's important to um, promote on TV, have more broadcasting um, on like, big television networks. Um, right now we're just on Twitch, but I think if we could get on to like uh, TSN or something like that would be definitely huge for the women's game. Now, what are your goals and expectations for this upcoming season with Buffalo? And have you gotten back on the ice with your teammates? I know you just said that, but what's it been like? And uh, yeah, talk about what your goals and expectations for you and for the team for this upcoming year. Um, I'm really looking forward to this season. Um, it sucks that we can't have the full team together right now, but hopefully soon. And um, I think this team is going to be really good this year. Um, we all seem like really close already and we haven't even all been together yet. And um, we got a lot of good new players and I think there's a lot to look forward to for us. Yeah, I want to talk about some of those new players because some of your former college teammates are now playing with you in Buffalo, like Whitney Dove and Nev Van Pelt. Uh, talk about those players getting the chance to play with them again and what are they like as teammates on and off the ice? Um, yeah, that's definitely a really fun experience. Um, we actually, all three of us lived together in college, so that was really fun. And then, um, yeah, they decided to play here, which was super awesome to be able to play with them again. They're two of my best friends. Um, they're both really good people, good players. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to playing with them. Uh, we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. Now, my first one is what music do you like to listen to before a game? Um, honestly, like anything, it just kind of depends on my mood, but um, probably something Drake, probably. <laughs> 
Now, what is something that most people don't know about you that you wish more people knew? Um, maybe that I'm not as shy as people think I am. Like when I first meet someone I don't know, I'm like really quiet. But once you get to know me, I'm not shy at all. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Now, uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, uh, I don't really know. Um, maybe like bad drivers, something like that. I don't really know. There was a lot of them in New England, so I'm assuming you yeah. had to experience that a little bit. Yeah, now, sure. um, what is your favorite TV show that you would love to guest star in one day? Oh, uh, definitely Friends. I mean, it's not still airing, but definitely friends. Nice. Now, uh, back to some college hockey questions now. Uh, what advice would you give uh, younger players trying to pursue a D1 scholarship? Um, I would say just work hard. Um, don't beat yourself up about anything, like, or overtrain. I feel like young kids these days just, like, train, 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 do much, do so much, and so when I was younger, I'm just thinking, like, I played all these different sports, and it was just, like, more about having fun than trying to get to this end goal. And I think that's a big thing is just, like, have fun, honestly. Now, what should I do better as an interviewer to improve and make this podcast better? Um, I don't know. It was a really good podcast. The questions were really good. Um, I don't know. It was a good job. Thank you. Now, is there any shout outs you'd like to make to any of your teammates, friends, or family members? Um, I'll say shout out to the Buffalo Buttes um, and my parents. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on, Cassidy. I really appreciate it. I wish you all the best with Buffalo next year and stay safe. And I just want to let you know that you're one of my favorite NWHL players and one of my favorite Providence Friars of all time. Awesome. Thank you. So, thank you so much for having me. No problem. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah. Just wanted to say thank you so much to Cassidy for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I wish her nothing but the best for her upcoming NWHL season. Uh, that'll wrap up today's podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening uh, to this week's episodes. It means a lot to me. And I just appreciate all the support that this platform has been getting. I just appreciate it so much. Now, there was some games that happened last night, but I'm going to talk about them on next on the next podcast. And pod, the podcast will now be weekly, so every Friday there will be a new episode of College Hockey Talk. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. So every Friday uh, you get a new episode of College Hockey Talk. There will be an interview in each episode, as well as just my analysis of what's going on in college hockey. So be on the lookout for that, like I just said, and I'll talk about what's been going on uh, this weekend on next podcast next week on Friday. We have a pretty big guest on that one. Thank you so much for listening, though. I really do mean it when I say it means a lot to me. And yeah, I'll see you guys next Friday. Take care, everyone, and have a great week. Bye. Cause when I hear your voice my walls come down